Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts, especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributors. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. My name is Mike. Scripture reading today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17. Once, on being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, The coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed, nor will people say, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is in your midst. Mary Kay, put the phone down. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do this if I look up every time and see the phone up. <laughs> you are West Hills Friends Church. You are the island of misfit toys. You are one bubble off plum. In a world of muggles, you are waiting beneath the stairs for your owl to arrive. Shine on, you crazy diamond. I have been your pastor for almost 30 years, and today I bless you with all of my heart. I'm going to tell you something. I hope this will be a guiding star for you. I hope you will spray paint these words on the roving boxcars of your subconscious. Are you ready? Trust. Say it with me. Trust, Trust in, in imagination. imagination. Cultivate your imagination. Remember this, your spirit is nourished by imagination. Not everything you can imagine is from God, but when the spirit of God is disclosed to you, it will probably be through the doorway of your imagination. You will hear something, but not with ordinary ears. You will see something, but not with ordinary eyes. 
This is your sacred imagination at work. Your imagination grows like a seedling up through a crack in the pavement. The pavement you know. The pavement is well established. The pavement is solid, immutable. We've been taught to trust in the pavement. Let me tell you, the pavement does not need your trust. <laughs> Rather, trust in the fragile, pale green shoot of life that grows up through the crack in the pavement. The sidewalk appears to be irrefutable. It is solid, unyielding. We think this is our strength. We want our answers to be solid, like the pavement. We want to judge the accuracy of every moral compass by how precisely people adhere to the clearly marked sidewalks. We have made the sidewalks our ideal. We have come to believe that pavement is eternal. Trust instead in the seedling of your imagination. Because here is the deeper truth. Sidewalks come and go. The Babylonians had sidewalks. There was plenty of pavement in Nineveh. Sidewalks come and go. And inevitably, those tender shoots of life will turn old sidewalks into new soil. Seedlings will topple empires. This process is unstoppable. Therefore, do not align yourself with what is. Align yourself with what you can imagine and let your imagination flourish. Nurture those seeds of life in you. Let them break open the hard places. Let them blossom in impossible colors. Let the walls of old certainties turn green with the dusty pollen of new possibilities. Not everything you can imagine is from God, but when the Spirit of God is disclosed to you, it will probably be through the doorway of your imagination. Do not be afraid of looking foolish. Trust in your imagination. Imagine something better. Imagine something better and then step into the hope of what you imagine. This will be a challenge to us. We're taught to dismiss what comes from our imagination. When we call something imaginary, we mean it's delusional or unreal. At the very least, we mean it's for children. We're taught to be suspicious of anything that's imaginary. It's just pretend. And we're serious about our faith. We're not pretending to seek God's presence. That work is real to us. And so as people of faith, it often makes us uncomfortable to admit any connection between our imagination and God. If we admit to using our imagination, maybe people will think everything we say is just pretend. For some reason, we can talk seriously about what's expedient. People in church don't hesitate to talk about what's cost-effective. We embrace the language of business 
Not only are we comfortable talking in this way, we consider it our responsibility to do so. All these words point to the pavement beneath our feet. This is the mortar of our culture. And we know not everything that's expedient is from God. Not everything that's cost-effective is from God. It's true, not everything we imagine is from God, but why do we feel so comfortable talking about what's expedient? Why do we consider it a mark of our maturity to talk about what's cost-effective? And why do we feel so uncomfortable talking about our imagination? We trust in the pavement. But the pavement doesn't need our trust. Trust Instead, in the tender green seedling of your imagination. About a hundred years ago, God stirred the imagination of two women who lived in this neighborhood. They created a Sunday school in the old Maplewood schoolhouse. You may think Sunday school is something old-fashioned, but a hundred years ago, it was innovative. It was cutting edge. For one thing, the leaders of this movement were most often women. And it was radical to care about the spiritual lives of children. The two women who lived in this neighborhood imagined something unprecedented. They stepped into what they imagined and they made it real. That Sunday school became Maplewood Church and that became Maplewood Friends Church. Those of us who were around 30 years ago imagined a distinctly Quaker community in this space. We imagined you sitting here doing the work of worship together. And here you are. This meeting didn't happen because it was expedient. It didn't happen because of demographic trends or interest rates. It happened because we stepped into what we could imagine. What happens next? Trust in your imagination. Listen to your imagination. Invite God to dwell in the perception of your imagination. What do you see? What do you hear? Pay attention to what vision brings you energy. What brings you hope? What excites you? What compels you to step through the back of the wardrobe into a new way of being in the world. You are not meant to be slaves in Egypt. You don't have to build paved pyramids with bitumen and clay. Imagine what you love and build that instead. Listen for God's joyful laughter in your imagination. Seek God's restful embrace in your imagination. Search until you can hear something without your ears. Look until you can see something without your eyes. And when that pale green shoot breaks through the crack in the pavement, trust that this is the first sign of the future. And please trust in the imagination of those around you. Learn to imagine together. What you envision will be more cinematic if you include the perception of others.
What you hear will be more symphonic if you include the perception of others. Listen to what draws other hearts to joy. Let your own vision expand to include what others can see better than you. God's imagination is simply bigger than ours, and we need each other to get that bigger picture. I don't think I'm saying anything new, but maybe you'll hear it with new ears today. The kingdom of God won't be found in the pavement of existing structures. No one can say, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is in you. And when the Spirit of God is disclosed to you, it will probably be through the doorway of your imagination. You will hear something, but not with ordinary ears. You will see something, but not with ordinary eyes. This is the sacred work of your imagination. What do you see? What do you hear? Pay attention to what brings you energy, what brings you hope, what excites you, what compels you to step through the back of the wardrobe into a new way of being in the world.